Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Falkman. He is Nathan Brennan. And we are talking about how the SEC is the best conference in college Dude. football. And there's no doubt about Fuck, it. Fuck, you know I love you, man. Like, I <laughs> I like to have your back on the text line because I know that sometimes the text line can be ruthless. But I think they're right here. I don't think they're right. What are they? What's the text line saying? SEC is top heavy. The middle and bottom of that league is completely average. When people try and act like it's the minor league for the NFL. Texter, yes. Couldn't agree with you more. Other texter says, SEC had a losing record in – oh, same texter, excuse me. SEC had a losing record in bowl games, but they act like they're the kings of college football. Makes total sense. It's true. Again, you're going with the depth argument, which is maybe the best argument. But overall, still, I mean, draft picks year after year. Last year, once again, uh, almost set a record with 64 selections, I believe it was. I understand that again. because they're getting all the five-star recruits. But that doesn't mean they're the best teams. 65. And your argument actually was that Alabama has this gauntlet of a schedule. Okay, yeah, you're playing Texas on the road to start the season. Texas has been irrelevant since Colt McCoy. I'm not saying Texas, but I'm saying... And then you play Ole Miss. Okay, you play Ole Miss. You avoid Georgia every year. Not every year. And then you have to play... Okay, so every five years, excuse me. Yes. But let's not act like... Let's not act like Alabama has this big, bad schedule. If you gave Alabama... Nebraska schedule last season is the permanent. Tell me this: that's not any you better give, than playing Georgia. You give so Alabama lost against Texas A and M last season. Yeah, their regular season loss. Then won the SEC championship against Georgia, and then won mm-hmm. uh, or lost the national yeah. championship. If you put if you gave Alabama Nebraska's schedule last season, do you legitimately think that they only walk out of that with one loss? I think they have more than one loss. I really, I mean, they the Georgia maybe beat the, Ohio State. That's the only team. I mean, Oklahoma, Michigan. Not Michigan. I mean, Did Georgia beat the hell out of Michigan. Yeah. I understand that. I don't think so. Dude, I don't know. Michigan won on the road against Michigan State. Did you see Ohio State blitz Michigan State? I understand that. I don't know what still, you're talking about, Alabama. Michigan you're talking State about the was a playoff level. team at one point. Uh, yeah, years ago. With the, under a different coaching staff, I, I I'm not I'm not I don't want to downplay the big, 10, the big team. Purdue was a good team. Minnesota was a good team. That's the thing. I mean, I so say what you will, but you're laughing. But these teams, they won nine games. That's because they played. Play Missouri, who goes six and six, is terrible. And Missouri's three wins, three of those wins are against teams that play basically FCS football. Nick Saban's been getting LSU coaches fired left and right. I mean, part of the problem with the SEC Fuck, and their Part of the problem with being top heavy is the fact that those teams are dominating all the lower the lower teams of the SEC. You're misunderstanding. With. I think you're misunderstanding where I'm going with this. I'm not saying Alabama isn't one of the best teams in the country. I get that. I understand that. But you're acting like Alabama's schedule is so difficult. Yeah, you're going to have tough games. You're going to have to go in some hostile environments on the road. But as an entire schedule, let's not act like it was that crazy. Well, because it does shift year in and year out. Sometimes LSU is not at the top of the game, but you're playing Auburn, LSU, Florida, Texas A&M, soon to be Texas and Oklahoma, and then your crossovers against Georgia here and there. I mean, it that's that's difficult. And, and then, like I said, the other teams that you don't necessarily always account for, Ole Miss is a top 10 team last year. Mississippi State's had their run. I mean, Arkansas was pretty darn good last year. You've got so, Arkansas I mean, it, was okay. I would say Arkansas is probably on the same level as Minnesota. 
I would say they were around the same the same caliber team. That's fine. But uh, the, and you barely beat Arkansas. You beat my seven, 42-35. I'm not saying Alabama's – I don't even know where the argument is at this point. I'm just saying I think there's such an SEC bias, and I agree with the text line to that. We automatically say the playoff is going to have two teams in, in the playoff that come from the SEC because they play such a difficult schedule. Do they? Well, you got to show they? them out. Go show them out. When, they, when there's two teams in the SEC, don't let them finish – Playing each other for the championship again. Okay, Cincinnati was garbage to begin with, and you know that. <laughs> Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's- I always stand by it. Cincinnati in the playoff, it wasn't a joke. I won't go to that level. They did beat Notre Dame on the road in South Bend. That's yeah. a quality win. Cincinnati had no business being in the college football playoff. So you don't think that was anybody ridiculous. outside of the – I mean, no. as far as most teams no. outside of the Power Five. I'm a big schedule guy. Cincinnati had, what, the 58th strength of schedule? I mean, that. come on, man, really? Because then you don't – okay, if your argument's SEC, then why is Cincinnati in? How are you – in the SEC, you play a gauntlet schedule like you say it. Cincinnati can play Murray State and then go to the playoff. Cincinnati was playing – terrible, it's, man. The That's American's awful. a little better than you're giving it credit for, first is of all. Is it? A little better. I mean, when you look at yeah, the, I mean, a yeah, few they teams played in the top Memphis. 25. Yeah. Dude, come on. SMU was pretty good last come year. On, man. Um, but on. more more importantly, they scheduled Indiana, who ended up being crap. But they scheduled them, so I, I, I the problem with scheduling so far in advance, right? That's the risk. But that you run it into. doesn't matter. You could have scheduled that preseason this year, and, and people would have thought Indiana would be good. Iowa was ranked <laughs> pretty high, partially because Indiana was thought to be pretty yeah. good at the no, beginning you're right. of the year. I just think, Cincinnati, from the Cincinnati perspective, I like to see it. I thought it was cool. The little guy won. Let's never do that again. As long as <laughs> as long as the playoff is four games, bro. Like, come on, man. Really? If it works out that way, I don't mind it happening again. Who would, who would you rather win? I would have rather seen Oklahoma State. And I knew they blew it when they lost to Baylor in the Big 12 yeah. championship. I get that. I understand that. But I'd rather see them play Alabama. I would. They had their chance. I, they did have their chance, and they and blew it. That's I what get it, that. To me, it's about deservedness. Yeah, I, I think get, if you're talking about the dude, top four know. teams, why are we even playing? Put Ohio State and, and Oklahoma, you know, put all those teams in there. There's something to be said for that. There shouldn't be anything to be said for that because then, again, why are you playing? That's why I have a problem with the, the playoff. And expanding the playoff is what do you at the, at the end of the day? What are you trying to look for? Are you looking for the best team, the hottest team? I like college football because it gives you the most deserved team, and that doesn't happen in all sports. Um, you know, it, it, especially single elimination, the NFL playoffs. I'm not sure if those were the two best teams playing in the Super Bowl no. last year, but they got hot. And you know, coming from the four seed, they didn't have to win all their games. They didn't right. have to win their division. Right. So I don't know if that's what I want is just teams to get hot at the end of college football and win it. I like the, I like teams that have deserved it. Um, and would you say? Otherwise- but again, if we're doing the whole strength of schedule argument, would you say that Cincinnati deserved it over a school like Oklahoma State that week in and week out? Again, I'll even use the SEC as this as this example. Week in and week out, you have to show up, even if you're playing Missouri. Missouri is going to be better than half the American. Week in and week out, you're playing a legitimate opponent, and you have to win. And Against teams like Missouri, you have to win convincingly because if you come out of the SEC with one loss, you have to give the committee a reason to select you. And I just I don't see any scenario where Cincinnati was one of the best four teams in the country. Again, they played the teams that were in front of them. They went undefeated. They went on the road and beat Notre Dame in South Bend. But let's not let's not sit here and say that Cincinnati was a top four team in college football because they weren't. They weren't. They were pretty close to it, though. I mean, they it, were close. They were. Yeah. I'm not saying they were terrible. They're probably a top ten. There's team challenges in the to playing Navy. 
dude. I'm serious. You don't prepare for that triple option offense every week. Oh my god. Um, there's you know, the Temple was okay last year. I'm saying they're good. <laughs> I'll give them top ten. I understand that they were not a top four team in college football. They weren't. They just were not. But I mean, they also they also played Georgia down to the line in the previous year, which I know you're not supposed to take in previous years. But all of it had to line up for Cincinnati to get in, and I was glad to finally see it. Um, and I don't mind if if the perfect scenario arises and you have a fourth team, because like, again, my my argument, and my 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 look on it uh, for a lot of the, my time living and just even now is that four is probably too many. You know, the fourth. Really? Yeah, if you play a full. Regular season, the fourth best team, you know. So you liked the BCS. I liked the BCS. It didn't always get you the best matchup, yeah. but it was like you were. It, it was just because it, it preserved the regular season for me. Because if you in the BCS era, if you lost, you were probably done. And if you weren't, you needed yeah. help. So it was like yeah. very. And you had to win your conference every, championship game. You didn't have a oh, choice. Yeah. You had to. Well, <laughs> a few BCS teams didn't have to. Um, you, Nebraska didn't even have to go to the championship game. We could get in the BCS playoffs. There were some quick. There's some tweaks to work out there with tweaks. the computer system, right? Um, but it. Uh, I still like that. So I, I don't have that big of a problem um, with a fourth team because none of those other teams, like like Cincinnati in that fourth spot, because none of those other teams played up to it. None so you don't want them to expand it. the playoff. Oh, absolutely not. You like the four. Yeah, I'll take the four. I don't know how I feel about it. Let's head to Tom on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Good morning. Or good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing not well, too bad. Doing well. What's on your mind? Uh, so this is what I thought in the past that college football is lacking compared to other college sports is the David versus Goliath. Where in March Madness, Madness, you have it. You know, you have the Butlers, you have the Utah States, you have the uh, Mary or St. Mary or whatever her name for uh, the Chicago oh, yeah. team. Yeah. You know, you have the storylines, right? College football in the past has never had any storylines. It's always been David versus David. You know, and this year, finally, we had Cincinnati, who, you know, they were outmatched and Alabama took it to them. Mm-hmm. But there was hope for the idea that the underdogs could potentially, you know, rise up and get hot, like Bach is saying, and maybe, you know, upset or do some kind of stories. You know, college football needs some storylines, you know, like the Murray State's beating the Michigans, you know, that's great, but that's regular season. You know, when there's actual money on the line or actual game ships on the line, it never happened before this year. So I was excited to see that it could potentially happen moving forward. You know, the Jackson States where Deion Sanders is getting five stars. Who knows what could happen in, you know, in the, in the future with NIL money. So that's yeah. what I got, fellas. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Good thoughts from time. Tom there. Um, yeah. And that's what I, that's why I argue the regular yeah. season a little bit more. And I know, yeah, you you would you've even said before that you might want to go to a full conference schedule, which would also be fun. Yeah, but I do like the I do like the idea of of what makes it special, whether it's uh, you know college basketball or college football, is that you do get those opportunities. Like I said, Louisiana Louisiana Monroe beating Alabama, as he was mentioning, App State beating Michigan. What he's saying is that he'd like to see a little bit more of that when it matters in playoff yeah. time. So to, to include Cincinnati, I thought it was pretty cool to get a David in there versus a Goliath yeah, as well. And it's a cool it's a cool story, and I completely understand that. But the problem with college football is, which we've talked about, if you expand the playoff, 
the gap between teams in college basketball is so different than the gap between mm-hmm. college football teams. I do we really need to see Alabama playing a group of five school every year? I mean, at some point it gets a little sad, right? I mean, you we can root for the Cincinnati's of the world every every day of the week, but if you expand the college football playoff, then you're going to start th- throwing in teams like a Houston that have, have a one loss, maybe a UCF that has a one loss. I I understand, yes, it's fun to root for the David against the Goliath, but do we really, in a college football playoff scenario, need to see Alabama win by 40? I mean, that doesn't do good well, for anybody. I don't think that's much different than when they play Notre Dame, though, in the playoffs, you know, sometimes, or, or a lot of those teams. Which if you're playing, any, if you're playing the eighth best team, Which is that's where the gap is the problem in exactly. expanding the playoff, is that exactly. the top three or four teams. It's so different. It was, from this yeah. we saw this yeah. year, the top two teams yeah. have a pretty significant gap to Absolutely. three and four. That's usually how it is. Yeah. Um, so when you start making them play whoever it is, you know, and, and it, it's not always that way, right? Ole Miss finished 10th. They could push Alabama sometimes, you know, from year to year. So you can get a special a certain game um, where you can, where you can, you know, it's compete much with more rare though than in co- college basketball. Oh yeah. College basketball. It, it, everything makes up it so end. awesome. That's yeah. why March Madness is great. March Madness is great. And I love it, but it doesn't crown the most deserving champ. I don't think. I think in the end it does. I think yes. I think there are upsets that that happen along the way, yes. But I think at the end of the day, more often than not, of course, there are scenarios where it's not. More often than not, the best team in the country wins. I don't. I, don't I do believe so. that. it's it's the hottest. Last team. season, I think Baylor was the best team in the country. Ba- that's a Baylor one versus ba- one seed, though. But how many times you don't does a one often. seed? I would say that a one seed. I don't know what the actual statistics, but more often than not, a one seed wins the NCAA tournament. It's pretty high seeded, yeah. So I think I think the best team usually does win. There are enigmas. There are scenarios. I don't know if it was a few years back. What was it? UConn, Kentucky. In the championship, it was yeah, eight versus eight nine or something sure. like that. Sure, there's scenarios like that happens. Those probably weren't the best teams, but more often than not, I think they get it right. I don't know if it gets it right, though. Then, again, like you, you have your top – and it, it would be hard to do with basketball because that's why they do go – you know, in, in, in the NBA, you do a seven-game series. Right. Even that's – there's no perfect way to do it. Even that, you no. can extend it to nine games, and who knows what happens, right. you know? Because it used to be five, and right. then they moved it to seven. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no perfect way to do this. Um, so, but I, I like the way, but to me, any single elimination tournament is not crowning your best champion because anything can happen on any given day. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. There's something to be, but again, there's not much better way to do it. No. And more often than not. College basketball crowns the right champion. Uh, we'll, I think let's so. look through it. I'm going to argue with that. All right, we'll let's do look that. Through it. We'll do that. Coming up next here on the water cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.